and welcome to episode 8 of WTF Anime, the show where I'm trapped in a mall with Travis and we only have anime, DVDs and rolled up copies of Dojin to defend ourselves against the oncoming horde. And all they want to do is eat our brains, which isn't unreasonable. I'm your host, Joe, and joining me is, of course, my co-host, Travis. Hey, Joe, this Dojin's really sticky, man. What have you been up to? Oh, just the huge. It's the special. <laughs> it's the special. Yeah, man. Just like rest over a radiator for a bit. It's the special Malone X Giovanna one, so it'll be fine. References. No one will get. I don't. <laughs> I feel like that's the bulk of our show. I just yell anime references or manga references that no one will understand unless they have good taste. Well, a taste. My taste. Good taste. <laughs> so after last episode of being bored and that developing into incipient rage, I feel like we needed a break. We needed something lighthearted, something that is a genre that I think we both enjoy, uh, that isn't always the critically acclaimed genre, but it's just kind of a bit of fun. So, Travis, what did we watch? We watched High School of the Dead, episode one. Or its uh, acronym, Hot D. <laughs> you came up with that, didn't you? That's not... That's not... No, no, that is, that is the acronym of it. <laughs> oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> they show it in the opening. This is a hot D. <laughs> <laughs> Which in no way reflects anything that happens in this series. No. No one gets any. No? Well, we get a lot of... Maybe, maybe I'm skipping. Maybe. <laughs> uh, so the plot of High School of the Dead is we have your regular old Japanese high school featured in literally every anime, and then the zombie apocalypse happens. Sure does. Done. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, We're going to go over the plot a little bit, but you've seen this... A thousand times. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just their take on it. It's the the beginning of a zombie movie, the outbreak sequence. Yeah, pretty much. This this is about this is about the first give or take twenty minutes of every zombie movie, apart from usually they belabor a bit about the characters for about uh twenty minutes. In this show you get it for about five and then the rest rest of it is all zombies fucking shit up. Pretty much, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, we start out with, uh, oh, what was it, main character, uh, Takashi. He's kind of hanging out on a stairwell, looking sad, remembering uh, what appears to be a childhood memory of someone telling, uh, some girl telling him that she would love him forever, pinky swear. Yep, and they would get married. Aww. Aww. How adorable. It's so adorable when grown grown men, I guess, carry the ideals of childhood marriage into being 16 and are surprised when, having not acted on those feelings at all, that those feelings change. Yes, this is fine. (laughs) This is fine. This is something that normal people do. (laughs) So, So he's hanging out in his special 
pity corner, and then uh, what can only be described as a massive bitch shows up. Yeah, that'd be... Uh, that's funny that you say that, because literally, my notes, Taga- uh, Takagi... <laughs> Takagi. There we go. Normally I can get that out. Today it's killing me. I literally has equals bitchy girl. <laughs> yeah, so... A little bit of spoilers for this. I have watched this entire series. She has zero fucking redeeming features. She's just a bitch through the entire show. <laughs> you know, I think that's one of the first qualities that you should lose during the zombie apocalypse. Because there's no one to prosecute people for murder anymore. Hmm. So but the problem is... You, your attitude's going to. The problem is, I assume she's conventionally attractive. Which is why it's okay for her to be a massive bitch. Because... You know, someone's going to tap that, and that's worth worth resources in the zombie apocalypse. Mm, disagree. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We have a strong disagree from the person who would actually know what they were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. <laughs> Anyways, so she comes in and basically uses the word stupid way too many times in a row to describe... Um, our main character here, uh, Takashi, and what he does and what he feels, and he's stupid and a stupid head and stupid. Hey man, at least you know you're stupid, because that means you're stupid enough to realize that you're stupid. Stupid. Yeah, that, that was kind of the, the, almost a, a direct quote. Not the best <laughs> writing there, but you know what? When was the last time that William Shakespeare wrote a zombie play? I don't remember it either, folks. <laughs> <laughs> I wish he had. That'd be my favorite thing in the world, but no, it doesn't exist, so... Much ado about zombies. <laughs> the dramatic irony of people seeing zombies eaten on, uh, eating on stage while other characters don't. Yeah, a Midsummer Night's Apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> Is it bad that I was stalling trying to come up with a funny play on word for Romeo and Juliet that involves zombies? Oh, no. <laughs> I, I got nothing. Sorry, bud. The Tempest, but with the zombies. <laughs> That's my favorite one now. <laughs> I've done it. So, so the bitch leaves. Sorry, Takagi. Um, <laughs> I'm not misogynistic. I'm not misogynistic. She's just right, an awful fucking person. It, she's really just a terrible human being. So Takagi's looking out skipping class, uh, and he sees some weird guy ramming himself at the school gates. A few PE teachers, one of them extremely well endowed, go to investigate. Yeah, and, you know, the first thing that guy does when they're trying to investigate the guy ramming himself into the grate is to grab him violently. Like gym teachers do. <laughs> and ram him against the gate. Because, <laughs> why not? But it turns out the guy ramming himself against the gate isn't doing it for some cogent reason. He's actually a zombie. Uh, and he bites the butch gym teacher, who turns immediately. I, I, feel like, I feel like I have to point out that he turns immediately. Oh, yeah. We're talking t 10 seconds of actual on-screen time, I think. <laughs> and, but, come on now. You know zombie virus moves at the speed of drama. <laughs> That's probably the best way I've ever heard anyone putting it. <laughs> what? It's how it works. There's no set thing. If they need the guy to turn now, that's when he's going to turn. 
if they need the guy to turn later just so he can have a dramatic speech of how he doesn't want to be a zombie you know that's cool speed of drama man <laughs> excellent so that gym teacher then proceeds to uh bite or maim the other teachers surrounding the gate and turn them all into zombies off screen of course again the one that is extremely well endowed is immediately grabbed by the shirt front and dragged down yeah i I gotta say and this is going to be a running theme throughout the entirety of the episode there is not a shot missed where they can show some panty or some extraordinary what i'll call jiggle physics (laughs) uh uh, when it comes to the, the the female characters in this and it's for me it's the one downside because i thought it was interesting enough without that Mm. i didn't need i mean i understand horror movies tna can be a thing but it's usually like one scene and then the quote finger slutty girls gotta die that's that's how horror movies work in general but to have so much of it it's weird it's a very japanese thing and it feels foreign to me because it is but uh i mean i looked past it and, and went through like you say, fan service is such a Japanese thing. There'll be one scene where someone gets boned in a broom closet, but it's almost like, because this is the first manga that actually kind of deals with a zombie apocalypse. So it's almost like the writer took every zombie movie they could, could find, compressed it all into... It's actually several volumes, and it's still going. The manga has not got a second series yet. but Oh, really? Yeah, the manga's still going. Um, and it's almost like they pushed every trope possible into the series, including multiple sex scenes, but they can't show that unless it's episode 7. Uh, so they just kind of did the Japanese thing of fan service, which to me is weird, because usually fan service is a... It's a tool used to keep the viewer's interest when, like we've alluded to, I love zombie movies. I think they're dumb, they're campy, they have no critical worth other than, like, I guess, like, initial Dawn of the Dead where you could actually deconstruct it. Everything has been oh, yeah. so... I was about to say, the, the early ones, you've got, uh, you've got social commentary there. Yeah, but it's, it's become such a diluted genre that it's just kind of like, oh, cool, another zombie movie. I'll watch it because it's dumb, brainless fun. I think seeing it in anime terms, it's like seeing that for the first time. So there's, you can pull social commentary stuff out of it because it's very specific to a Japanese audience. Yeah, that's true. It, it's definitely the, the Asian flair uh, of zombie movies, which is kind of a different footing for them to go on because most of their horror is is all ghosts ghosts and demons i mean things that can attain the physical but aren't wholly physical ghost spirits and long hair yeah pretty much that's it (laughs) in fact uh fun fun related story to that i just introduced my wife to the grudge she was not a fan she hates horror movies (laughs) now every once in a while i just have to make the gurgle noise at her and she loves me so much for it that looked fantastic on my uh, on on my audio. <laughs> At some point, we we do have to do a proper horror anime. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm all for it. I love horror. It's like one of my favorite uh, genres of film. Same, but only when it's done right, which is, which is in very few movies. <laughs> yeah, 
that's true. <laughs> but I love the really shitty ones just to laugh at them because I realize they're so shitty. I, I completely agree. <laughs> <laughs> so we have this breakout of, uh, it starts as like very few teachers and it kind of spreads and stuff. But we get uh, Takashi trying to grab his unrequited love, Ray, uh, and her boyfriend tags along. In what can only be described as having watched the full series, the most satisfying scene in the entire show. <laughs> like him just slapping her across the face. Again, not a misogynist. It's beautiful to see to see her being slapped across the face when you understand what her character is. <laughs> uh, see, I haven't watched the whole of it, so I don't know the character as a whole. So I can't really comment on that one. But one thing I will say, and it doesn't quite start up yet, but uh, Takashi realizes that there's something definitely going down. So that he's gathering up the people that he cares most about. So we've got these three. We've got Takashi, Ray, and Asashi. Um, that are kind of trying to find someplace safe to hole up because there's an emergency. And that's about when the pr principal, headmaster, whatever you want to call him, pops on over the loudspeaker, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's kind of at the moment where they're leaving, like they've got far enough away from the, uh, from the classrooms that they aren't crushed in the panic of what happens. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. And you know what? I've got to say, that's the first time that the soundtrack really comes in. And I really noticed the soundtrack in this first episode. Yeah, there's a excellent piece at the end, uh, which I'm sure we'll, we'll talk about. I don't know why you even mentioned it. <laughs> yeah. Actually, no, we'll just talk about soundtrack now. The piece at the end. Yeah. I assume you've watched uh, 28 Days Later. I have. You know the main like piano theme that goes into the uh, guitar theme. It's called um, "The House in a Heartbeat." Yes. The song directly at the end is essentially a cover or a reimagining of that, and I really liked it as a kind of homage to uh, other zombie movies. Okay, yeah, I, uh, I, I could see that, and you know, throughout the the whole of this. The soundtrack for at least the first episode was awesome. It's mm. all music that gives you a very frenetic, panicked feel. It's, it's really helping the mood. And you know how we were talking about horror has a hard time being done well? I think that, uh, or at least in anime, I think this soundtrack really helped get me where I needed to be to feel tension. Even though, even though it was uh, it was animated, you know, it's not not real people on screen. That's that's interesting that this is the first show to kind of promote any. I guess apart from uh, Death Parade, but like this is one of the shows that promote attention from, you know, really what happens in this show, which is zombies and tits. Yeah, that I mean, you could have called it zombies and tits, and that would have been awesome. <laughs> but but. Going back to the anime, uh, also in this sequence of the principal giving his speech of all the students need to follow teachers and get evacuated, uh, we get brief glimpses of some of the uh, of some of the other main characters. We have uh, Himuro, who is the uh, the nerdy guy 
We have uh, Saiko, who is a fucking like stone cold killer. None of this is kind of shown in the yeah, in the first episode. Yeah, you can't. None of these people. Yeah, I think you kind of get a bit of um, Himuro, like he's kind of a very awkward nerd. Uh, I think, yeah, he meets with Takagi and there's a weird interaction. And you also see a giant pair of tits with blonde hair. I, I'm, I'm sorry, I mean the school nurse. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like that it kind of shows off like these are the characters you'll be seeing, even though they don't give them a prominent role. And again, if you watch this, if you, Travis, choose to continue watching this, uh, Psycho is probably my favorite character in this show. All right. The Stone Cold Killer, right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'll keep an eye out. So, uh, the warning from the principal goes off, and a zombie bursts into his door, and all you can hear is him going, No! Get away! Oh god! Screaming. Yeah, that's about the size of it. And there is kind of my favorite, like, trope in suspense things, where something is happening and breaks, and that is the trigger for the mass panic. Uh, for this, it's like a uh, stick of chalk rolling off the teacher's desk and then just pandemonium. Yes, that, that was very good. So, uh, huge panic, and the main three that this episode's focusing on make it through the, the mad dash. We get kind of a montage of what's going on inside the school with uh, panicking students and then an ever-increasing zombie populace eating the remaining survivors yeah as much as this show is just a dumb turn your brain off kind of anime i like the ramping up of the threat again we we talked about in a couple of shows but single non-important character deaths don't really give anything to the story but in this setting where it's such an enclosed set each character death is creating more and more threats for our heroes which you know is actually providing some vague amount of tension despite how gratuitous a lot of the boob and panty shots are apparently japanese schoolgirls wear the uh, waist of their dresses directly below boob level so that they can be teared off at any convenient moment absolutely true and um Whoever animated this has never actually seen how breasts work in the real world in any way <laughs> form at all. They do like weird matrixy bends sometimes. See, I'm I'm I have to apologize to you, Travis, but uh, as a gay man, I was the, under the impression that that's how boobs worked all the time. Incorrect. <laughs> you see, this show is educational. <laughs> No, buddy. Sorry. That is is not how they work. (laughs) Strange. So they're not just slightly deflated bags of air is what you're saying. Not even a little. Interesting. Interesting. And knowing is half the battle. G.I. Joe. (laughs) (laughs) Perfectly synced. There you go. We got it. We did it. So, um... Yeah, we get the kind of first encounter with our heroes to a zombie where I I cannot believe I forgot about this. Yeah. They dole out weapons. Takashi takes a baseball bat 
Ray is the uh, vice president of the martial arts club and specializes in spear fighting. So she takes like uh, the haft of a broom and like twists off the broom part into kind of a point. And Hasashi <laughs> utters probably the dumbest words in the zombie apocalypse. Don't worry. I'm a black belt karate fighter. I'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you remember all those those zombie movies you've watched where they bare knuckle box the zombie? <laughs> that always I mean, it's, works out. I'm pretty sure it happened in Cockneys versus Zombies, but maybe I don't know. I don't. I don't think I've seen that one. <laughs> hmm. Well, but there you go. So they encounter their first zombie and. Ray stabs him directly through the heart. I believe he is the Japanese history teacher. I could be wrong. He's just old in Japanese. I want to say they called him the janitor in the <laughs> English uh, dub. Interesting, because I watched the English dub as well, but I think I might just be like redubbing over what I remember from the sub. Maybe? I don't know. <laughs> or, or I could just have it totally wrong. As could I. It doesn't really matter who they're killing. No, no. So they are sh they are shocked, and apparently only Takashi has ever seen a zombie movie before. That is true. In fact, they, they do eventually make references to zombie movies. So this isn't like a, a Walking Dead kind of scenario where zombies don't exist, or <laughs> any kind of zombie media doesn't exist, which is why, you know, like in the Walking Dead show, they call them all walkers or whatever you have it because the term zombie isn't supposed to exist in that world yeah nope we've got all that bring on the romero films kids they know what zombies are i also think in the walking dead their lack of zombie uh movie knowledge is why they cannot pronounce the word carl <laughs> coral <laughs> <laughs> oh memes <laughs> <laughs> oh memes we love you we do send us your memes <laughs> Please, all memes, all JoJo memes. Sure. <laughs> I won't get it yet because I haven't watched that, but yeah, send them to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, in all the scrap of thinking they've killed a person by stabbing him through the heart, the black belt karate master jumps in and the zombie breaks its own neck just to bite him. Fuck you, karate guy. I'm <laughs> yeah. gonna show you. <laughs> And he does not turn in the next 10 seconds. He instead waits for the appropriate time, as Travis said. <laughs> the speed of drama. <laughs> I think I think the speed of drama also exists if you've ever listened to the um, podcast novel We're Alive. Yes. Yeah, I, it, it fluctuates a lot. I think that's just, that's just a thing in zombie movies. It is. <laughs> But I feel like I've never really, it's never as keenly felt as in this first episode, because you only really get, like, two immediate turns, and they're so opposite apart from each other. That's true. Speaking of which, what kind of leading is that? Yeah. Uh, Hisashi is bitten, karate master extraordinaire, and they escape up to the roof, of course, the safest place in all of Japanese high schools, and they hole up in the uh, astronomy clubhouse, and they erect a wall of chairs and tables to keep the uh, undead out. Uh, of course, as they're traveling across the uh, the rooftop, there are tons of zombies there and boobage and stuff, as you'd expect from this show. Of course, <laughs> that's kind of what they do. <laughs> yeah. And then we get the turning scene. 
We do. And this is probably my favorite part. It was super intense because we get that Ray is kind of, well, Asashi is kind of her, her guy. And he, he's falling and vomiting blood and all this stuff. And he looks up at Takashi and asks him to help him up over the railing. He intends to jump off the building and kill himself. Yeah, because he does not want to be a zombie. He wants to stay human until he dies. Yeah, um, I, I don't necessarily blame him. I, although, who knows? Maybe being a zombie is fucking awesome and we're all missing out, okay? <laughs> I think that's where you and I differ. I always think that being the zombie, bit like turning into a zombie, is fine. Because then you're on the winning team. <laughs> Unless we're in World War Z and I have to go against Mark Hamill, in which case, fuck that shit. Yeah. I'm talking about the audiobook, not the movie. Oh, I, the audiobook. I, I listened to the audiobook. Oh, wait, no, I haven't listened to the audiobook. I read the book. Never mind. The audiobook is very good. It has like a lot of a lot of actors. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways, so we have the scene where uh, uh, Hasashi is begging for assistance from Takashi, and Ray is busy freaking out that he's going to be fine. He's going to be fine. He's he's Hisashi. He's a black belt in karate. Fine. And we've all seen this this scene before, except instead of Takashi doing anything, he watches Hisashi die. And Ray still insists he's okay. It's it's fine. It's fine. He'll be okay. Yeah. Has his Undertaker sitting up? He's fine. Yeah. And as he's about to bite her, it's fine. Still fine. Everything is fine. Then Takashi actually springs into action and bashes the dude's head in. Oh, I think he totally waited on purpose. He he wanted to show uncaring zombie who who the boss was, you know? <laughs> That's my woman. I know you don't care because you just want to bite her now, but this means something to me. Yeah, it's funny you mention that because they have the... Um, as soon as he hits him and they kind of fade into the blood splatter, we hit the uh, ending credits, which I think are very well done. Um, it's basically a load of pictures uh, taken before and during the zombie apocalypse where it's stuff like you get pictures of people with their families mixed with, you know, martial law has been declared and X person is missing, which, again, I really like that. And the song is emotionally charged. I'm I'm actually trying to remember. No, the uh, so the singer uh, for the ending sequence, uh, the song changed uh, every time. So each uh, ending credit song is a different song by the same artist. That's kind of a neat, neat twist on things. Yeah, yeah, it's it's interesting or a way to sell albums. I don't know how cynical I want to be about this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, anyways. In summation, we have the ending cre credit sequence. Oh, okay. Yeah, go, go. Which personally is my favorite scene. Yeah. If I was to pick something out, because it is, it's in the aftermath of uh, Takashi bashing uh, Hisashi's brains out, which means that now we don't have to be very confused between those two somewhat similar names. And uh, Ray is still very much adamant that he definitely wasn't changing and is kind of you know almost delusional about losing her boyfriend uh and basically he says that the only reason you waited for him to attack me is because you wanted to kill him 
to show me how much you loved me. And I, I think that that is, as much as I think Ray in the rest of the show is a bitch, that is probably the best they get in this show to actually kind of showing her as human. Okay, yeah. Like, she's kind of making excuses to fit her own delusional fantasies. And then Takashi's just like, cool, well, you don't want me. Fuck this shit, I'm out. And then Ray becomes Ray in future episodes and is just like, no, please don't leave me. <laughs> And that was that was High School of the Dead episode one. Yeah. Um, I would watch more of this. I have learned to ignore the panty shots and jiggles and just concentrate on the zombie nonsense. And I liked it just fine for what it was. Yeah, I think it is one of those shows where, again, I keep I keep kind of going back to this, but some people find this as an excuse for bad anime. But in this show, I think it's actually warranted that it is one of those shows where you can kind of just turn your brain off and not every piece of media has to be viewed critically. Sometimes you can just get enjoyment out of watching a show. For me, fan service doesn't work. Wrong kind of fan service. Give me free or something for fan service that I'll enjoy. But it, it just kind of works as a very hokey zombie flick concentrated into... into 12 episodes, and then an abysmal uh, OVA. So, uh, yeah, all the uh, panty shots and boob shots that you get in that, it's just condensed down into everyone's high on an island and lesbian fantasies. All right. <laughs> but I'm, 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 glad, I'm glad you enjoyed this. I was very much of two minds as to whether I thought you would like this. I... Like I say, I knew you like zombie stuff, but I wondered if the fan service would be too much. But I'm glad that it hit a nice medium, as long as you can ignore that. As long as, long as they don't take it too much further into the ridiculous uh, sphere of things with it. Are, are you forgetting the video I showed you earlier? <laughs> yeah, but at that point, that wasn't trying to be sexy. That was just stupid and funny. I Boobs laugh. moving at the speed of uh, bullets. At the speed of bullets independently in different directions of each other. <laughs> Someone needs to teach the animators what boobs do. That's all I'm saying. Maybe it's you. Maybe it's me. <laughs> uh, probably not me. Although if you go... If, Japanese animation studios, if you're willing to pay me to teach you how boobs move, I will do that. I will do that for you. Call me. Surely the more responsible thing is to hire a woman. Maybe. But if they're going to pay me, I'll take it. Alright. There you go. KyoAni, Madhouse, Trigger. Oh, Jesus. Trigger. No, Trigger needs to know how those things move. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Kill la Kill, coming soon to a WTF anime episode near you. That's on Netflix. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Saw it today while I was trying to find High School of the Dead. <laughs> hey, Travis, speaking of other anime that isn't High School of the Dead. Hey, so by the time you're listening to this, not while we're recording, it's March. Yeah, close enough, past Joe. I mean, you're drunk, I'll let you off. Which means my birthday is the 5th of March. And Travis is giving me the best birthday present of all. Travis is going to watch all of JoJo's this month. 
And by all, I mean one episode from each series that's out in anime, but we're going to call it all. So for the next four weeks, four weeks, Travis is going to be enduring JoJo's, and I am going to be loving every second. Because JoJo's is fantastic, campy, 80s shonen, realized into new, beautiful animation. That is going to be an interesting contrast. <laughs> I mean, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, you like Western music? I do. You like manly men doing manly things, maybe? Hey, how about muscly men voguing? You're a fan of that, right? Not that I'm aware. Well, hopefully I'm going to introduce you to your hidden love of that. That's my fetish. <laughs> anyway, oh, wait, if you would that's... if you would love <laughs> Yes, the business part. If you want to send oiled muscly pictures of men voguing Travis, where can they send those? They can send them to you. That's where they can send them. So that would be at the Joe Hadfield. If you want to follow the show or contact us in any way, it's at WTF Anime Show or WTF Anime Show at gmail.com. And hey, if you've enjoyed us talking about zombies and boobs for the past, uh, what will be now, 40 minutes, minus a few uh, minutes edited down, why not consider taking some time out of your day to give us a rating and review on iTunes? It'll help other people who don't follow us on Twitter or don't exist in our very small friend group. Uh, it'll let them find the show, and maybe they'll enjoy it as much as I enjoy recording this and getting drunk and talking anime with Travis. Woo! Speaking of me, if you want to talk to me, you can hit me on Twitter, at DiceLobber. Excellent. I think that's the business section done. Bye. Bye. Bye.